When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by the Device and Virtue podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Adam. On Device and Virtue, Chris and I argue about the wrongs and rights Christians face with technology in everyday life. From smartphones to evangelism chatbots. To that selfie stick Adam shouldn't have bought. It's nice. Subscribe at deviceandvirtue.com. This is Troy Angel, and you're listening to Revive Thoughts. episode we usually bring you a, a voice from history and a sermon that they delivered today we're doing something a little bit different it's the end of the year right it's it's a new year starting we wanted to kind of do an episode where troy and i talked about our recommendations things that uh, different sermons that we like throughout year. what is our personal top five favorite sermons mm-hmm. from this past year and uh as another treat we thought we'd go through our archives and see what are the top five most listened episodes what were the what were what were the audience's top five favorite episodes as well so there you go so this is a top episode the top listers one of those kind of look back at the year type of episodes and i think most people look back at 2020 and think probably best year ever so this is just kind of your best sermons from the best year ever and i think like (laughs) it might be pretty helpful because we have a lot of new listeners that might be looking for you know what are some good ones to go back and listen to and there's also you know we other there's people that don't listen to every episode so if we're if we mention something that you haven't listened to go back and find it uh, give it a listen as well, because uh, we're going to talk about what our favorites were. This actually might surprise you, too. Even I'm looking at the list of which episodes were listened to the most this past year, and I'm immediately surprised at some of the ones I'm seeing on here. So let's just, uh, we'll kind of, as you're the listener, put it in mind. Which yeah. ones, maybe take a second right now, which ones do you think are going to be the most popular? All right, I'm sure you've got one in your head. Yeah. Now, and now we'll see if you're right yeah. here at the end. And, you know, it'd be find us on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're most uh, active typically on Facebook. But we'd love for you to, to make a comment about what your favorite episode of Revive Thoughts was as well. Uh, Troy and I haven't discussed what our top five are. We're going into this. Yeah. Blind. And Joel has no idea what the top five most downloaded ones I didn't I, haven't I have the our, chart in front of me I so I can the chart, yeah. so we might be able to play off and see how well he does at figuring out Oof. which one's gonna come next <laughs> probably not very good not very good Troy why don't you start us off what was uh number five on your list for sure. favorite episodes uh this one is the one we did on C.I. Schofield the mm. deity of Christ yeah not one you maybe think off the top of your head, like, gotta listen to that one, but I really enjoyed that one, and I loved his backstory, going from being, like, a outlaw, like Wild West. bang, bang, bang kind of guy, to, uh, you know, preaching the deity of Christ, telling people, absolutely, you gotta follow God with all of it. Yeah, we actually somewhat recently re-aired that one for a Thanksgiving episode when you and I were out of the uh, studio, so um, there's a chance, yeah, that that is recent in people's memories. Okay, you ready for my number yes, five? hit us with it. Uh, my number five is going to be one of our D.L. Moody episodes titled Temptation, mm. which uh, is our second Moody episode. I personally 
love D.L. Moody. I'm pretty partial to Moody. Uh, and so I like the way he thinks. I like the way he talks about the world. It's just, you know, everyone's brains work a little bit differently. And the way that Moody illustrates things and talk about things really jives with how I understand, you know, how the, the world works and whatnot. And so I really enjoyed that both the D.L. Moody episodes are pretty great. I specifically wrote down the the second episode titled Temptations, um, but check them both out. They're really they're really good. They're really good. All right, coming in at number four for me. This is another one. That's, uh, most of mine aren't I'm seeing on the top ten, but that's fine. Uh, maybe it's because <laughs> I'm just a little more nerdy about these things. I kind of nerd out on the more obscure ones, but I heard a lot of people kind of message us and say this one was really powerful. I really like this one, and this was Henry Lydon's The First Five Minutes After Death. Mm. Just asking that question, the best thing you've ever seen in your entire life, the best moment of your entire life will in no way compare into just even five minutes after death if you know the Lord. And that just challenging question of do you and where will you be, that one really, I just really like that one. That was a really powerful episode. I heard some feedback from a listener whose pastor that they were close with had recently passed away and they were listening to that episode on a road trip and they they really enjoyed it. It's kind of the kind of the right message for the right time in your life uh, to have kind of unique perspective on the, what is the proper attitude to have towards death and what does it mean in the scheme of eternity, for sure. So far, we haven't had any overlap, which is possible. We <laughs> might, I, I can almost guarantee you one of these that we've written down uh, are going to be on both of our lists. Uh, I'm going to go to my second or my my number four on Joel's end is going to be uh, Bonhoeffer, Lazarus, and the rich man, right? I love Bonhoeffer. If you have not listened to our Bonhoeffer episodes, you got to listen to them. When we recommend people to check out the show, we we do point out, and we have... Man, it's maybe a good time to say this. We have amazing speakers on Revive Thoughts. We've we've had 50 sermons this year, which means we have 50 people volunteer their voices mm-hmm. to be on the show. And this show is not possible without them. And they're all very good. They're all very different backgrounds from radio hosts to pastors to professors to just regular people who wanted to jump into other podcasts. Amazing people have helped make Revive Studios happen. Uh, but we do always say that the guy who does our Bonhoeffer, he is really good. He's good. He's good. Yeah. And the Bonhoeffer, the Lazarus and the Richmond is, again, um, the more recent Bonhoeffer episode. We have two in the feed currently, uh, more coming in the future. Uh, but the the original Bonhoeffer in our feed, if you go, if you keep scrolling, if you scroll all the way down to the archives, <laughs> you get back to, I think it was like our second or third episode was uh, a Bonhoeffer episode. And man, listening to that, the show has come a long way since then. Mm. It's the same general format, but our microphones back then were garbage. <laughs> at, at that point in time recording that show, you were in Florida and I was in Kansas yes. City. Well, and important to note, we recorded that episode before we knew if people were even going to listen to yeah. the show. In fact, this gentleman who did Bonhoeffer was the very first person to return a sermon to us. Yeah. And I remember the excitement of listening to that first episode and going, oh my gosh, this is going to be real. This is actually happening. And right. you know, it took us a very long time to convince people of the dream of it and what it was like to get these sermons. And so many people didn't get the vision and it took a it's... year and a half to get the vision out. Yeah. But this guy, our Bonhoeffer, immediately got the vision and within three weeks had sent the first sermon back and it was so good. We were like, okay, someone gets it out there. It's, it's 
crazy. I mean, obviously, our listeners understand our show. Uh, but before the show launched, when we were working on, we worked on this for almost a full year. Yeah. Before just getting an initial ten episodes, we wanted to have ten episodes recorded beforehand. And so many people just had the hardest time wrapping their head around what this concept was. They're like, so you're preaching the sermons? We're like, oh, no, no, we're not preaching the sermons. We're you are. The best. <laughs> yeah, we want you to preach the sermon. Um, but it's thankfully now we can just link them to the feed yes. and go, this is what the show is. But before there was a reference point for them yeah. to reference, uh, it was a different story. So it's kind of neat to see how far the show has come over the years. Troy. What is your number three? Number three. This one I really doubt is on your list. John brought us lettuce, lettuce lessons for the tempted. It's not on my list. Oh, no. man. A really good one. I got to say, of all the sermons we've had this year, this is one of the ones that I feel like I most have applied to my own life, maybe, where he didn't have like a backstory that blew me away. Uh, not that his backstory is bad. He's a good guy. He's fine. Actually, he has some problems, but anyway, he's fine. But uh, but this the just the 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 short sermon on temptation and encouraging how to deal with it and not letting temptation be this boogie bear that controls you. But actually when you're in the moments of temptation going, no, when I get to the end of this, I will be a stronger believer for it. This is actually me being like Christ in the wilderness. And there, there's not like, just, there's something to be gained from temptation because of how it makes you more like Christ. It makes you stronger overall. It completely just flipped my perspective on temptation upside down. I really appreciated it. And ever since then, I feel like I have just gone through life with a better understanding of my life. And so I, without meaning to, that be, that became probably the most applicationally best sermon for me. Wonderful. Okay, my number three. And if I had to bet, I'd say this one is probably the one that made it onto both of our lists, if not more. But my number three is George Matheson, The Patience of Job. Is that on your list? No. Oh, <laughs> but it is really good. It's I great. do love that sermon. It's great. It's it's a really interesting. Backstory. I had to give that sermon up with love because I did think about putting it. On yeah, my list. yeah. The patience of Job. It is a sermon that's going to make you think about the Book of Job in a way that you've never thought about it before, and it has probably my favorite story of how that episode came into be. And we talk about it a bit on the episode itself, but. Uh, George Matheson was actually a songwriter first and foremost. And my wife, who is a, a classical pianist, uh, was aware of him as a, a songwriter, a composer. And um, people that are a fan of the show know that m most of these great preachers from church history also wrote music. They also led worship and wrote some of the greatest hymns that we still sing today. George Matheson had... Uh, written this wonderful musical performance for the Queen of England at the time and also preached this sermon after this song. And this sermon was referenced in so many papers and um, and this sermon was referenced in different papers and writings of that era and the Queen loved it so much that she ordered that it be written down and documented in her library. But the sermon itself was from all we couldn't find it. It was it was lost to time, mm -hmm. essentially. There was a lot of historical references to the sermon being preached about the patience of Job, uh, but the actual transcript itself, we couldn't find for the longest time. And Troy, being the master researcher he is, <laughs> found a small library in George Matheson's hometown that had an ancient manuscript of this sermon and asked if they could scan it and send it to us. And we got it arranged 
to where as as far as we know this is literally the only place short of driving to or flying <laughs> yeah. to this remote town in England that you can hear the patience of Job. So very interesting backstory, very interesting sermon. Uh, the Patience of Job by George Matheson. Yeah, and actually there are a couple other episodes like that where we know for a fact we are the only people you can get it. Uh, Thomas uh, Muir is, or sorry, William Muir is another one where I, I copied it from a library in Australia. It's the only place you have it. And then the library from Australia actually took it off the shelves. So now it quite literally no one has it but us. But there's, so there's a few of those as part of the fun of the show. Number two. Number two. Uh, this one, you can't, you can't not mention the the king of uh, the the prince of preaching charles spurgeon what the church lacks got me good uh has been making me think about it there was uh, just kind of built the sermon off this line revive your church god and i just that one really stood out to me i really like it it's a long sermon it's um it's it's about an hour Uh, spurgeon was a great preacher though and i do think that that is one of the best sermons Mm. and i do highly recommend revive your church go listen to it think about what the message is and I, i it's been in my head ever since Wonderful. Okay, my number two comes to us from Hudson Taylor. It's his episode, Compassion on the Multitude. Was that on your list? You're acting like it is. You know, actually it wasn't, but it should have been. Making a top five list is like having 15 kids and saying, pick your five. I mean, I'm sure it's difficult. Hudson Taylor, Compassion on the Multitude. Again, we have a couple from Hudson Taylor in our feed. This is the more recent one, the higher one up in your feed. Um, It's great. Both Hudson Taylor episodes are great. Hudson Taylor... He's mm-hmm. just so good at like making it all make so much sense, making it yes. so logical. Like he just preaches and talks and you're just like, mm, you're right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. You know, those numbers add up. That, that That's a very <laughs> logical way to think about it. He that. has such a good faith. You just hear him talk about God and you feel like he's talking about a friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to, to, to reference it. It makes it, um, it, it's very inspiring. It, you, you can't listen to a Taylor episode and then not go. Not, not be encouraged, not be fired up Absolutely. for what the Lord is doing. So this next one, as we get to our final top one, mm-hmm. I'm going to put a bonus. This is my little addendum, honorable mention moment right here. Okay. Because there was one sermon that's absolutely not on your list, absolutely not on anybody's list, but that we received more email messages and comments on this sermon by a mile of how convicting this sermon was. Literally one person messaged and was just like, well, thanks. I feel terrible now. And, um, <laughs> and this was Basil's to the rich. It yeah. was, if you're listening through our feed, you're not thinking that one, but trust me, we received more emotional impact and distraughtness from the people who listened to that sermon than any of them. So if you're looking for one that's just going to rip your guts out, go for that one. You will not be disappointed. But for the sermon that I think was just the sermon, the, the message, the one I, I loved how we got the sermon. It's similar to George Matheson. I love the story and I love the person, David Livingston, the heart of Africa. <gasps> that's my number one. Oh, same. Number one. <laughs> the heart of Africa, David Livingston. Yeah, that is. And I, I've heard really good feedback from that episode as mm-hmm. well people really liked it it's strange because it's not like a lot of our it's, episodes it's technically not a sermon although we considered a spiritual speech close enough right right that's what we call it i think in that episode is <laughs> a spiritual speech or, uh yeah an incredible backstory uh, an incredible view on missions and uh the calling of god 
go check it out. Yeah, David and Livingston. We got it in a similar we're the only people who have it. I literally That was a hard one to find. I emailed the Livingston Foundation. I was like, What are, long long shot here. Do you have anything? And they're like, Well, we have this this one thing. Maybe you can do something with that. And I read it and I was like, This is awesome. It took a while to update it. It took it we had to literally like take the scan lighted pages. I mean, it was a big thing. But when it went out, it was very much beloved and he's just what a crazy story that guy lived. Do you think about how your iPhone affects your daily life as a Christian? I'm Adam. And I'm Chris. And this episode is brought to you by the Device and Virtue podcast, where we argue about the wrongs and rights of technology and faith in everyday life, from DNA tests to TikTok videos. Give us a listen, and this fall, check out our new online seminary course. It's called Theology of Technology, Church and Culture in the Age of Zoom. Find out more at deviceandvirtue.com. Okay, so you've heard our top five. Um, Let's get into what the listeners' top five was. What was our top five most downloaded episodes? Starting from the five. Starting from Uh, the five. Actually, we might even just start from the ten. This would be a quick list. Uh, Okay. One that that you mentioned. Number ten, Hudson Taylor, Compassion on the Mount Multitude. Wonderful. Oswald Chambers, Arriving at Myself is number nine. Okay. Our number one, David Livingston, The Heart of Africa, is number eight. Should be higher. Jonathan <laughs> Edwards, Pardon for the Greatest Sinner, is number seven. George Whitfield's How to Listen to Sermons, number six. That one's a really good one. I, I do I do think that's that's yeah. worthy of where it's spot. John Winthrop, City on a Hill, is the number five most downloaded episode, which surprises me to a degree because he's less famous in some ways than some mm-hmm. of our other ones. But it, we did put it out right before the 4th of July. I mean, two days before the 4th of July. It's a very America sermon. Yeah. I could see how that could hit. Number four, John Calvin, The Passion of the Christ. Definitely a very good That's sermon. That's a good one. I, John Calvin preaches on the cross in a way I have never... I love that sermon. Charles Spurgeon, What the Church Lacks, number three. So, see, you know, I picked a good one there. Oh, wait, no, that's actually the other Spurgeon sermon, so that's a different one than the one I had, isn't it? Is it? No, I'm getting confused with compelled them to come in. A lot of Spurgeon sermons yeah. and more on the way, so there's that. The final top two. There is no way in a million years you're going to guess number really? two. Because I wouldn't have guessed this was number two on the list. I mean, this is my first time seeing this list. St. Augustine's Sermon on 1 John, number two. That is interesting. Augustine, eh? Yeah, especially because, oh, and, or for some listeners, St. Augustine. Augustine. Because we Augustine. did hear, we heard more feedback on how we pronounced St. Augustine than I did on anything we else even, about St. Augustine. We even try to prefix this in the show that, like, we're going we're gonna to say Augustine. Some people say Augustine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have expected that, mostly because it didn't come out at a particularly hot moment and not a lot of people mention it when they talk to us. That so is interesting. There yeah. you go. This one that is number one does not surprise me. Let me guess. I feel like, I feel like it's gotta be a Spurgeon, right? That's the most recognizable name. Not Spurgeon, but think about recognizable names. Think of somebody you would oh, expect. Oh, uh, Luther. Boom. You got it. Martin Luther, the distinction between the law and the gospel is our number one most downloaded episode. That does not surprise me. Actually, the speaker who does Martin Luther is wonderful. Excellent. Martin Luther, obviously a very famous name. And that sermon came out at a time where I am not surprised that it did very well. Um, maybe some listeners came over from the Tim Challey's recommendation we got in the year. That was the sermon that happened right around mm-hmm. that time. So a lot of influences came together for that one to do very well. Uh, yeah. And so that doesn't surprise me. So hopefully you've been taking notes during this conversation <laughs> and you, you have one or two episodes that kind of piqued your interest based on what we've spoken about. Go back through, uh, search in your feed or just keep scrolling and listen to some of uh, some of the best ones. Um, our feed is pretty diverse. Yes. We have 
a lot of different episodes. We have a lot of different speakers. Yep. And we fully understand not every episode is going to be that person's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. We do get feedback from listeners that are like, hey, thanks for the show. Didn't really much care for this episode, but thanks for <laughs> doing what you guys do and putting it out there. Uh, we get that. Uh, and we also understand there's a very large theologically diverse pool of listeners yes. that listen to this episode um and we like that it's i mean we're all part of the body of christ we're all part of the family of jesus and we all have different theological backgrounds where we come from but that doesn't mean that we can't learn from each other and be encouraged by each other troy mentioned before but if you took all of our speakers and put them in the same room they would probably beat each other up. absolutely they'd probably, they'd probably get even if they fight. were from the same denomination and background they would find something probably to nitpick each other on yeah yeah but that's i don't know that's, i think that's what makes our show that's what i enjoy doing yeah. so much is because there is so much to learn uh, from these people and from these different eras. That- yeah, I mean, some of the, we have St. Augustine is number two on the list who's from, you know, Africa in the 400s. We have Martin Luther's in Germany in the 1500s. Uh, and underneath him is Spurgeon in Britain. I mean, these people come from all over. They're very different uh, and they lived very different lives. But man, I, one thing I love is not one of these people we mentioned did they not live a story that really lived pretty hard for God? Mm. And every sermon, whether they were on our top most downloaded or Joel and I mentioned it, I highly recommend it. I think you will grow closer to God from listening to them and really praying about it and thinking about the messages of those sermons. Yeah, yeah. If you're going into 2021 and you want, you know, some new uh, some new content, if you want to start your routine off with some uh, better podcasts to listen to, if you haven't checked out or the other uh, uh, types of shows that we offer from Revive Studios, we recommend doing that as well. We have the Revive Devos feed, which you can check out by searching for Revive Devos in your podcast app of choice that offers a short one to two minute, three minute daily devotion each morning uh, to kind of start your day off with a, a, a profound theological thought from a great man in church history. Um, we also have the Revived Radio feed that you can also find by searching for Revived Radio in your podcast app of choice uh, which is a similar format to this show but is hosted by Troy's wife Elise who does a fantastic job far better of a host than we are <laughs> hosting this show she does the whole thing too Joel and I team it she does it all by herself yeah yeah it's a, it's a great show that covers uh, again speakers and radio sermons from uh, the early 1900s where radios were, were just starting to transmit these sermons uh that way if so she keeps it up because her the, the people who preach those sermons canceled the people of revive thoughts and if she keeps it up she also may cancel us, so we'll revive see what thoughts. happens yeah yeah so uh it, it, subscribe to those shows if you're not subscribed to this feed what are you doing go ahead and subscribe yeah. to revive thoughts as well and we highly recommend this is a good episode it's hard we know people who tell us like i really like what you guys are doing but it is kind of hard to know where do i start this is your episode. Say, yeah. go through these. These are everyone's kind of agreeing some of the and best And this is ones. a great episode to share if uh, you have a friend that you've wanted to introduce to Revive Thoughts, but you don't want them to start on a weird episode. Yes. <laughs> Send them this episode, and then they can listen to what we recommend most, and uh, they can they can pick one of those out and listen to them. There you go. All right. This is Troy and Joel, and you've listened to Revive Thoughts Top 10. This episode is brought to you by the Device and Virtue Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Adam.
On Device and Virtue, Chris and I argue about the wrongs and rights Christians face with technology in everyday life. From smartphones to evangelism chatbots. To that selfie stick Adam shouldn't have bought. It's nice. Subscribe at deviceandvirtue.com.